Oh, I wonder who could be on the video this time. Yeah. Definitely this... not the world's best mum or anything. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. So this week on the podcast, I am chatting to Jenny about home education. But before we start having a listen, well, I'm not, I, I can't listen to myself, so I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to listen to this, but I know what happens in it. Um, yeah, because you did it. So this week, um, it's gone cool. Kids have gone back to school. It's hoodie weather, it's boots weather, but Jamie didn't go back to school, unfortunately. Yes, school was off timetable, so I couldn't go back. Yeah, so back on Monday. So yeah, so have a listen to my home education podcast. <gasps> and we'll be back in a minute to do the post amble because unless you want to listen to it, uh, I'm not listening to I'm it. I'm not listening to it. I can't listen to my own voice. I, I wouldn't listen to it without you. Oh, maybe I will. We'll see. So yeah, hope you enjoy it. It's just a bit about our journey through home education, some tips and things that, that we learned. We'll see you in a minute. Bye. <gasps> Hi everybody, it's Jenny and we've got uh, Lorraine back again because Lorraine is an expert on all sorts of things, aren't you Lorraine? <laughs> I wouldn't say expert, but I've experienced a lot. Yes, so lots of experience to draw on. And if anyone's listened to our very first episode, you'll know Lorraine's story to date and that there was a period of time in which Jamie, her daughter, ended up being educated at home. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about today um, and in terms of how that decision was made and what sort of things you had to put in place to make sure that that was all happening. Um, so... Just recap for us, why why did you end up deciding schooling at home was the way to go? Uh, well, she'd got a placement in an ASD unit attached to a primary school, which was going quite well, but there, there were issues. She was self-harming because she was tired because she wasn't sleeping. Um, she came home from school one day with this huge bruise on her head where she'd been banging her head at school. Yeah. And I made an appointment to see the Senko, who then said to me, oh, by the way, did you know that when she goes to secondary school, the, the reason that she was at this primary school was that she would feed into a secondary school that also had an ASD unit? Right. Um, do you know that that is no longer available? Basically, they've removed the unit. Right. And she'll have to go, she'll go to that school still, but in mainstream. Right. And you just felt that that wasn't an option, so therefore what was the point in having a in yeah, primary quite, school? Yeah, she was on the bus for an hour and a half there, an hour and a half back. She was tired, she was banging her head a lot. That was her main way of self-harm at that time. And I just thought, this is ridiculous. Yeah. She's not going to go into secondary school. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So in terms of then, you made that decision, but obviously if children don't get to school, go to school, um, it's illegal. So mm -hmm. you must have had to register somewhere to say you're homeschooling her. So how did all of that work? Yeah, all you actually have to do is write a letter to the school with three days' notice that you're going to be home educating your child. Wow, that's it? Yeah, so I just wrote a letter, sent it to school, they replied with another letter, and then from there you get put onto the LEA's list, I presume it is. 
Right, LEA stands for, because I think that's an English thing. Uh, local Education Authority. Yeah, Local Education Authority. Okay. Um, so you're then on their list, and do they mm-hmm. then help you in any way? Not really. They just monitor you. So um, when I deregistered, it's called, when I deregistered Jamie from school, then they contact me to arrange a meeting to come around and speak to us. Right. So that, so did that have to happen before you started educating her at home? Well, it's it's a bit strange because when you start home educating, you start Googling because you don't know what to do. Yeah. You join a load of groups um, and a lot of people recommend that you actually de-school for six months. So for six months, you don't really do any education. You just kind of unravel from being yeah. at school. Um, Jamie didn't want to do that because Jamie's an academic yeah. kind of girl. Uh, the other thing in these groups is it's very, very scary. I didn't realise, but they're all, well, not all of them, but a lot of the people in the groups that I joined hoping for help were really against the local education authority, telling yeah. you not to let them into your house. They'll try and make your kids go back to school. Um, yeah, they, they don't want children to be home educated, so they'll fight you. So I was really scared at first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just got a letter. They came to visit us within six weeks. Right. Um, discussed what was happening, agreed with everything that I'd decided. Uh-huh. Um, and that was it. They just then said there will be an annual review. They don't give you any help. They don't give you any curriculum or anything. That, that to me, feels like the scariest thing because I, I, I find, well, it's kind of like, what, what, where should they be? There should be a list somewhere of, like, a year six pupil must be able to, to do X, Y, and Z. So, and you would hope that they would provide you with that. So you've got some kind of goal to work towards. Yeah, but I think the beauty of home education is that you don't have to follow the curriculum. Yes. Um, But yeah, it was scary because you don't know what to do. But you still, everything that you do, you have to keep a record of because they're going to come in in a year and make sure, because you can't not educate. No. You know, you can't just take your kids out of school and do nothing because then that's when they'll start the fight to put them back into school. Yes, absolutely. But then you're saying, you know, it's it's good that you don't you've got the freedom not to follow the curriculum and we could argue the pros and cons of the curriculum, which we won't go into, but I think that and I think not following the curriculum will give you some freedom, but there has to be some basic stuff that they have to know for their future, such as times tables and um, you know, verbs and adverbs and stuff like that, or am I off on a different planet? Well, it's different with a child with autism because Jamie struggles with times tables. She still can't do them now. She's nearly 15. Right. Um, it doesn't matter what we do. I've got, actually, I keep this on my desk. Where is it? I've got one of these little maths. Can you see that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that we try and do times tables all the time, but they just do not stay in her brain. Right, okay. Um, yeah, so... Because that's what I'm thinking. Am I thinking from a neurotypical parent's point of view that I wouldn't want to remove any parts of my children's education that may make their life harder in the future for mm-hmm. jobs, etc. whereas you're probably yeah. not thinking about it in that way? No, I'm, for me, I was thinking more life skills. I can, prepare, I can prepare her for the future as an adult to be able to live independently. Yeah, but then yeah. can she live independently if she if she's not had an education to get a job that can earn her money? A lot of people go to school and don't get any qualifications and still live. Oh. Everybody has to live. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And for Jamie, Jamie is very intelligent and she learns a lot from the internet anyway. Yeah. And to be honest, from the moment we started home education, she was already way above me. Yes. Yeah. 
So then that, so, okay, did you, did you go with the whole six months, we're not really going to do an awful lot thing, or did you start putting some structure in place? She wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. She, she, she's got a thirst for knowledge. So we did take advantage of the fact that other children were in school. You know, we went to the beach, went to the park, all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but when she wanted to learn, so this is the beauty of home education as well. You're not stuck between nine and three. Mm-hmm. You can learn whenever you want. So, so when, when the time's right and everyone's in the right frame of mind. Yeah. yeah. So some some afternoons we would just sit and watch horrible histories for hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and because that's what she wanted to do. And I felt that was okay. And then other days, because I still needed to be a, a mother and do all, all my other jobs as well. Yeah. So other things that I could do was take her down to the co-op to buy milk and bread. But yeah. instead of me just going and paying on my card, I'd maybe take five pounds out of the bank. Yeah. Give her five pounds and say she needed to buy milk and bread. Yeah. And then she would have to add up the milk and bread, make sure she had enough money, work out the change. Then she's got the social interaction of buying the food in the shop. Yeah. So I would add things in like that, like going to the post office, things that a lot of kids wouldn't do these days. Yeah, that's true. So did you, did you when you, you know, you decide, right, I'm home educating, you join all these groups, you get the, the um, local authority coming to visit you. Did you then think, man, I need to put a plan. Did you do a big plan? Like, did you have a weekly kind of set of things that you were going to do? Well, I bought a lot of books. Mm. You know, I bought all all these workbooks that you could get from places. I bought workbooks, I, I bought exercise books, and I registered on a website called Education City. Right. Um, and that gives you a timetable. Okay. So it's quite a fun way of learning. It does English, it does maths, and you can pick your own level. So she was doing the right age, and, and it actually does follow the curriculum, that website. Right. So we did that. So basically she would go on uh, and do two English lessons and two maths lessons because the other thing with home education is when a child's in school in a class of 30, Mm -hmm. it takes a long time for them to learn something that Jamie was learning on her own in 20 minutes. Yeah. So we didn't didn't need to do nine till three or that amount of hours because on one-to-one she's learning quicker. And not only that, at school, like... I can't remember what day it was this week, but my son had gone in and they'd done... God, what had they done? They'd done something on bread and how bread's made and how it raised. And then they did um, something on feelings and then they made... And then they painted something to do with feelings. And so whilst all of that's valuable stuff, in terms of core curriculum content, that day they did nothing numeracy yeah. literacy whatever so yeah. and and then you oh they did walk a mile as well um so you you know i think the school day is not packed nine to three with constant learning the curriculum yeah so really if you condense it all down there's maybe a few hours in a day where they're actually learning learning yeah well i, I actually learned later from joe when he was a bit older that he told me that they do literacy first thing in the morning then they do maths and then it's other stuff for the yeah. rest of the day. So they do two set lessons of literacy and maths. Yeah. And then other things. Yeah, it's the same, same as... And all those other things are valuable and they're more life skills yeah. and, and wider knowledge, etc. I'm not saying they're not valuable, but the, the core stuff's just done and out of the way, isn't it? And it's only part of the day. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much what we were doing with this Education City website. And yeah. it was great because we she would do it online and she's an online kind of learner. So that was great. She'd do it online. We'd print out her results, put them in a file and then... When the year was up and they came to visit, I could show them everything that she'd done. Okay, very good. So did you feel that you had to keep evidence of what she'd done or did they want, recommend that? I just wanted to do it. I wanted, because I'd been in these groups that had kind of scared me a bit, Yeah. I wanted to make sure that I covered my back, that 
they didn't come and say, you're not doing enough, she needs to go back to school. Because yeah. the thing is, as soon as I took her out of school, she was a different girl. She was so happy. Yeah. I saw a massive change, so I didn't want them to put her back into school. No, no, I can imagine. And the other thing that I find interesting is that that usually, sweeping generalisation, people on the spe- spectrum like routine. Mm-hmm. And school does have an element of routine. You know, you've got to be there at a certain time, you're there till a certain time, you do your numeracy, your literacy, you've got your break, you do some art or whatever in the afternoon, you come home. So you would think that that would maybe work from a routine point of view, whereas from a home education point of view, it sounds like you are much more fluid than that. So did that lack of routine have any impact? Uh, I think because Jamie wasn't a good sleeper, a lot of the time she wouldn't go to sleep till maybe five in the morning. Yeah. Um, so it really helped that we did a lot of learning at night. So if she was up till like, well, I mean, I couldn't always stay up till five in the morning, but I used to, used to do like shifts, but say from 10 till midnight, we would read. Yeah. Because that was just the best time for her. That's when she was at her happiest. Yes. Yeah. So you, you, you're basically saying you did fall into a routine, but it was a, a much more, you know, flexible routine. I yeah. 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 And then if she'd had a day where she was so tired that she couldn't do anything, then that was fine. Yeah. And what about, I mean, I suppose for Jamie it's a bit different, but the the thing that you could argue she's missing by not being at school is that social interaction and having to learn social skills in that sense. How how did you handle that side of it? She's not a social person. I tried to do things like go to soft play, join groups, um, she, she's not interested. She she does have friends, mm-hmm. but everything's on her terms and she prefers adults. So we would have good conversations and she'd spend a lot of time. Maybe I would meet up with friends for a coffee yeah. and she'd have an adult conversation. Yeah. But yeah, as much as people push that you should be doing some socialising, it's I, I can't force her to socialise. No. And so that's that's the other thing that is good about what you did is that it does allow you to totally tailor it to what Jamie's needs are. Yeah. And and regardless of autism, if she's not a social person, she's not a social person. No. No, that's separate to, to everything really, isn't it? So if you were, um, you know, chatting to someone that's going, oh God, my child's just not, it's not settling at school and I'm debating whether to home educate, what would your advice be? Well, first of all, you can, you can try it. You can always put them back into school. So I think if you're at the stage where school is detrimental to your child yeah. and you can accommodate home education, then it's worth trying. Yes. Definitely. If you, if you can do it, a lot of people can't because they've got jobs and other children and it can be difficult. But if you can do that and you think it's going to work, I mean, because exams aren't everything. No. That's the other thing. Um, I'm not bothered about Jamie doing exams. She's actually done a GCSE. I didn't know about. Yeah, we got a letter through the post on Saturday to say she'd done a maths GCSE. Oh, wow. Very so that good. was year nine and she got a D. So what she can do now is every year she can retake it to get a better result. Oh, very good. But I never thought Jamie would do GCSEs, so it never bothered me. Yeah. That she, you know, I, I thought, because I thought I would home educate forever. Yeah. And I thought when she was an adult, maybe we'd go back to college together or something and do GCSEs then as adults. Yeah. Yeah. And if she needed qualifications for jobs, then that's the way we would do it. Yeah, do it together. That's yeah. A, yeah, but I think you're right on the exam thing. It is, it's, it's a moment in time. And, you know, just like her GCSE with the D, she can go back and she can resit it. You know, once you've decided what you want to do, if you then know that you need that, you would work at it, wouldn't you? 
Yeah, and the thing is, you take GCSEs in year 11, so she's done that in year 9. Yeah. Uh, missing out on years and years of education. Yeah. Because she's only been in school for two years in November. Yeah. And she's still got a D in maths. Yeah, that's brilliant. In, Was she yeah. She didn't know she'd taken it. Right. <laughs> I was like, Jamie, do you know you've got a D in maths? And she went, for what? I said, your GCSE. She said, I didn't know I'd done any GCSEs. There you go. That's yeah. brilliant. So the way that, because obviously for people that don't know, Jamie now goes to a residential school um, yeah. after the homeschooling. Um, but that, that they, they must have done it in such a way that just removed all the stress then that was yeah. part of her coursework or whatever I else. I think they must have just sat her in a room because she likes tests. She right. says she likes tests and because she does them on her own, it's not in exam conditions like we would have done at school. Yes. They'll have sat her down, given her this test and she's just done it thinking nothing of it. Yeah. 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 So is that, what, what were the hardest things about home educating then? Having another child because mm-hmm. I had to get him to and from school and then he wanted to be home educated because he was like, well, if she's getting it, why can't I have it? Yeah. So how did um, you do that? I just explained to him, Joe's very good. He knows how Jamie is. Um, just explained that that's what she needed and that he actually fits in really well at school. He does fine, you know, we've never had any problems with him. Yeah. So I told him that he should just keep going to school because that's what children do. Yes. Yeah, and he was fine after a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. um, the other thing is work, obviously, because I had to give up work yeah. to do it. But I was fortunate enough that we were working together already. Yes. And it's amazing. I, I, I remember the conversation. Yeah. I, I totally remember the conversation when Jamie was banging her head on, on the bus and she came home and you were dead upset by it. And I remember saying to you, we can't quite afford you yet, but we have to afford you because, you know, it was just... Seemed the right thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I put my notice in at work and the thought of not having any income. Scary. Oh, very scary, yeah. Yeah. But then there was nothing else you could do. Nothing else no. you could do. You couldn't allow that to continue. Um, but, yeah, fortunately things worked out and you've yeah. now got a very flexible job, which makes yeah. it easy. Uh, not easy, easy. Uh... Yeah. Okay, so Joe, Joe obviously hard, work hard. What, what are the other things that you found hard? Other than that, not not much. I quite enjoyed it. Do you think retrospectively that, yes, you enjoyed it, but you must have never got a moment to yourself? Oh, I didn't. I realised that when she started residential school. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, residential school is obviously different from normal school as well because she's there Monday to Friday. Yes. But, yeah, I didn't I didn't go out with friends. I didn't, I didn't do anything because I didn't have anyone to look after her at any other time. Yeah. You know, she went everywhere with me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that must have been very hard. So how long in total did you home educate her? Um, so she was, was she seven? Year th- I think it was year three. She did mm-hmm. a bit of year three at the other school. Um, so four, five, six, seven, about four years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So four years where you literally got no respite for yourself at all. Really? Yeah, and that was and that was also the four years that she didn't sleep. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, until you got the melatonin sorted. Yeah. My goodness, you're quite you're quite a superwoman. I don't know how you do it. I really don't. You just, you just have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been chatting to a friend this morning. We're both in similar situations that we don't have a lot of support. Uh huh. And you can't be ill. You can't you can't be anything because there's nobody else to step in. Yeah. You've just got to keep doing it. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Um, so, okay, that's that's the things that were tough. What about things, if you could do it all again, what would you do differently? I don't think I would do any of it differently. Okay. Everything that we did was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I loved more. But apart from you saying I never had my own time. Yes. But just to see her flourish and to see her go from being so upset and anxious to being happy and enjoying life again. Yeah. Yeah, I found it really therapeutic for me. Yes, and worth yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and what about the, the the best things which you sort of touched on? But what which were your favourite bits? What did you enjoy doing most with her? I enjoyed going out and about because she's not an outdoorsy person. She tends to spend a lot of time in her bedroom. So the fact that everybody else was in school, so places were quiet, it meant that we could go to museums, we could go to the beach, go to the park, mm-hmm. um, to soft play. We used to go horse riding every Friday and then to Weatherspoons for, for dinner. Um, yeah, all, all the outdoor things I really, really liked. Great. Was there yeah. any impact from like your family saying, what are you doing, or friends or people at the school? Oh, yeah, everybody thought I was stupid. Oh, man, really? Yeah, everybody's like, why are you doing that? Um, I mean, I think probably my mum and other people understood. Yes. But, yeah, a lot, because other people can't see themselves doing that. Yeah. And probably everybody else's child goes from school, to school from nine to three and they either go to work or they go and do their own thing and they're used to, to that's how it works because they don't have any issues. Yes. Um, and then people think, well, how are you going to do it? You're not a teacher. Yeah. How can you possibly home educate? Yeah. And what about, did you ever, so if you were at soft play with your seven, eight, nine-year-old in the middle of the day while school's <laughs> not on holiday, did you get weird looks or were people quite good? Uh, no, we did have some weird looks. Um, we tended to go to the same sort of places, so people got to know us, yes. so they knew what was going on. But say if we were on the bus in the middle of the day, yeah, people would look, and some people did ask, why is she not in school? Really? Yeah. Okay, and what was your response? I said, I'm home educating her. She's yeah. in school. This is our school. Yeah. Yeah, some people would tut and think it was a bad decision, and then other people, I found old ladies thought it was brilliant. Oh, really? Yeah, I got a lot of old ladies that were like, oh, that's lovely. Oh, yeah. good. Okay. So anything else that you would say to someone um, who's considering this? Um, be flexible mm-hmm. because that's the, the great thing about it. If, if you're going to do it, be really flexible. Don't ex- expect too much. You know, try and let your child lead you in what they want to do. Because if, if they want to learn something, like I said, we sat for hours watching Horrible Histories. If that's what they've got passion about, I think we did things like maths using Pokemon. Yeah. You know, if, you can tailor it to what they like, so let them lead you. If they're enjoying it, it's going to work better. Yeah. Um, take advantage of term times, especially if you want to go on holiday. Yes. You know, you can get cheaper holidays. You can go abroad when there's not loads of kids running around the pool or you can go to places that have got lots of history if, if they're interested in history. Yeah, take advantage of that time yeah. that you wouldn't normally be able to, to use. Um, discounts a lot of people probably don't know but if you're home educating and you ask somewhere if they do a home education discount lots of places do so if you're going to visit a museum or an attraction ask at the door and they usually do have a discount Uh, Education City I think we got 25% off because we're home educating but unless you know you don't think to ask no the other thing actually on discounts is if you are a Chewy Gem subscriber and you get the Chewy Gem discounts, mm-hmm. obviously this wasn't available to us back then. Yeah. But looking at some of the days out, there's some fantastic discounts yeah. on things like Legoland, Merlin passes, yeah. thing, things like that. Yeah, you could really, really benefit from. Yeah, absolutely. 
But then I would just say probably the most important thing is to enjoy it because I really did enjoy it. That's good. Brilliant. Um, what else was I going to ask? So, yeah, so what about the groups that you joined? Have you got any that you would recommend for anyone that's considering it? Um, I can't remember any of the ones I was in, to be honest. A lot of them I left right. because lots of them were against the local authority. Right. Um, I found the local authority to be very supportive with me. Good. Um, when they came to my house to do their their annual reviews, they were always really happy with what we were doing and never had any problems. So a lot of the time I didn't feel that I fit into those groups. Yeah. Okay. And what, what do you think Jamie would say about her years of being home educated? Um, I think she enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's probably upset that she didn't get to go to school because she does love school. Yeah. Um, but she'll probably be happy because definitely from the difference with her going to school to coming out of school, she was a happier child. Yes. Um, yeah, so I think she enjoyed it. I think she liked spending the time with me. Yeah. 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 But I think ultimately, even though I didn't know it at the time, I think it was always going to end up that she would go back to school just because she's that type of person. I was going to say, you said that she she likes school, so you'd say, yeah, she enjoyed it, but she missed school. So what is it if if she's so tired and coming home and stressed out and she wasn't particularly social, what is it about school that she likes that you weren't able to provide? As a, probably a, probably the, the actual curriculum. Okay. That she really enjoys maths and yeah. she really enjoys English. She really enjoys history. Um, she's brilliant at art. Yeah. Now, Real teachers are qualified to teach these things. Yeah, I couldn't do it to that that level. No. Okay. Um, but now, obviously, she's she's gone back and remind everyone for for those who've maybe not heard the first episode. Why did that decision come about? Why did we end up going to residential school? Uh, well, she wanted to go back to school once she got to secondary school age. She said, "I'd like to try and go back to school again," but the yeah. only option was mainstream. She tried mainstream; it didn't work. Then we were at the autism show. And there was a school next to us on the next stand um, and she kind of fell in love with them. And we were just lucky enough that we got a placement and that's where she goes. Yeah. And on that then, so she's now gone, this is going off topic on, on home education, but it's it's education related. So you you got a place at this and these are kind of like private schools, but publicly funded. Is that right? How does it work? Yeah. Some people may think, I can't afford a residential school. That's not well, that was the, me. That was what I thought originally. <laughs> I was like, well, I can't afford to send her. And yeah. I didn't think we would get the funding. Um, I think because we've been through so many ups and downs with Jamie's education, that's why they did fund us in the end, because she deserved to go somewhere that could support her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the local authority will fund residential schooling if it's in the child's, if it's the best thing for the child. Yeah. And was that a long-winded process to get funding secured or was it quite straightforward? Uh, no, we expected it to take a long time, but actually I think we went in the October for a look around the school mm -hmm. and she started in the November, so it was all sorted within a month. Wow. I don't, I don't think that's normal. Okay. I think usually it takes a lot longer than that. And was that, did you have to complete a lot of paperwork for that or did the no. school do it? The school and the LEA did it between them. Because I guess they've got her file and they can see yeah. history and yeah. all the rest of it. So they just put it all together. Okay. And and for you, um, residential schools working, Touchwood? Uh, yep. 
She can't wait to go back because it's summer holidays now. I don't know when this is going to go out, but at the moment we've got a week left and yeah. she's desperate to get back. Is she? Yeah. Good. Brilliant. But at the same time, a little anxious about leaving home again or... Yeah, she's anxious about changes at school. Not not so much about leaving home. I don't think that really affects her so much. It's more about new class, new teachers. Yeah. Um, she's moving in her house. She's moving bedrooms, getting a new person to live with. Right, OK. All that kind of thing. Yeah, so that's quite quite hard on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and your experience of, of, I mean, I guess it's where the child is at that moment because prior to homeschooling, what you were doing was right for her until it went wrong. Homeschooling was right for her until she wanted more. Yeah. Secondary school, when she first started, went okay for a good few weeks until yeah, the, yeah. we approached Christmas from memory, wasn't it? And then yeah, when she, yeah. I think it was that she was so excited. I think there's an element of you push yourself through so much yeah. because you want to do it and then it suddenly hits you that it's hard. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then residential so far is, is, is going well as well. Yeah, and the other thing on the residential, for me, it's not the education side. Yeah. I mean, it's great that she's getting an education and she loves it, but the care side, what they've done with her, is incredible. For example? Um, The independence with, like, getting in the shower, brushing her teeth, things that she's never done before. She's learned to use the oven. Um, Just all the life skills, really. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, and I bet she's chuffed with herself as well, is she? Yeah. Yeah, totally. So it seems to me, from what I take away from from Lorraine, uh, from Lorraine, from J- Jamie's entire education history, is your inner being seems motivated, as all parents are, to do whatever is best for her at that time, and mm-hmm. that has made you incredibly flexible. And it's it's almost like nothing's impossible. So if this isn't right, I'm going to look for what is right. And then yep. I'm going to do what's right. And if that changes, I'll go with another option that's right. So I, I think that's a real strength of yours in terms of having that ability to adapt and flex to her needs. And it served her well. Um, is I, there anything else this, that we've not covered? Yeah, I just wanted to say that on that being flexible, that is because of Chewy Gem. Yes. Because other people aren't fortunate enough to be in my position where I can work from home. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so without that, I don't know if it would be the same. I was actually thinking about this the other day, thinking about how much Chewy Gem in particular has helped both me and Jamie. Mm. If I'd never had Chewy Gem, if Chewy Gem had never existed, I'm not sure we'd be the same people that we are now. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see that because I always think that with things like that, that you get me on one of my favourite rants now, which <laughs> is um, employment in general, in that I, money is not everything more valuable than money is time and flexibility and quality time and being able to choose how you want to live your life and of course you need money to pay the bills and all the rest of it but I I think that stuff is so much more valuable and I wish employers would put more value on that um, in terms of like trusting their employees to do their job in whatever hour suits them as long as their job is done and I think it would change the world if if that existed everywhere yeah not always not, possible yeah no it's not and not but it's not even the the flexibility it's the community because if i didn't do this job mm-hmm. would i be this knowledgeable about autism probably would not. i would we have the same relationship me and jamie now that we do because i might have been frustrated um a lot of parents that come to chewy gem mm-hmm. don't understand a lot of things and they're frustrated and they're they're like i was 
Yes. But I've had the opportunity to learn so much doing this job. Yeah. If I'd never done this, what position would I be now? I'm not sure that I would be the same person. No, I don't think you would either, because I also think that... Um, you if if you're in if you you were a gp receptionist and if you'd stayed in that job then you're at work all day you come home you deal with the kids maybe get them to bed if jamie goes to sleep maybe not blah 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 and and you would just exist rather than finding the time to learn these things in that living that life is much harder whereas the very nature of what you do you live and breathe it all day so you're constantly sucking in that information and knowledge yeah, and that's what that's what I think's really helped me to be the parent that I am. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Can't afford to employ all parents <laughs> in the world. I wish I could. Um, yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? But yeah, no, it's good. But we've got the community to be able to offer the community to everybody. Yes, and that's the massive, massive change over the last few years, developing that and you know, if you're not in the in the free support group on Facebook, go join it because that that um, group just help each other out so much. Yeah. And the knowledge and info that you can get from it is really good. But also, obviously, the, the secret secret one, which you can't spy into because only members can see in it, um, is is even better um, and yeah. supportive. And that's part of the the benefit of becoming a member. Yeah. Um, the, like the friendships that are made through those groups, and the things that you learn from each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's just incredible. Well, I was thinking about that and you this summer. You've, you've like, been on tour all summer. Really. Yeah, Jamie would never usually go anywhere on summer holidays. We've been and met so many people this summer and it's been incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was it um, Angel that said, used the word she found her tribe. Was it tribe she used? And I quite like that. Uh, her, her people. Her people. But I've also yeah. heard someone say, this is my tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I think I think that's something that community has given you and Jamie as well is because I know that previous summer holidays where we've obviously worked together for a, a, a many a year now, you would just pretty much exist in your hometown, go yeah, to Weatherspoons, yeah, play yeah. Sonic, Weatherspoons, Sonic, and that's it. Yeah, and I think that's the thing with the community as well is like attracts like. Yeah, I always find that. Um, so when we've gone to visit some of these people this year that we don't know in person, mm-hmm. when we've met them, it's like we're best friends already. Yes. Like there's no boundaries. We just like each other. We can talk freely. So like we w- we'd been to see Barbara Wilson and her mum. Yeah. That we went in their house for a coffee and it was as if we were just popping to a neighbour's house. Yeah. Um, so good. Yeah. Last week we met Richie. We went to his house. It was just like we'd known him for years. Yeah. And then you did yeah. another one with Mo and Casper and. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we've met up with Helen Smart yeah. from the VICs as well. That's it. Yeah, it's, yeah so um, we're hoping to plan a wider a wider tour at some point. Yes. Because it is great meeting all these people. Yeah, and, and yeah. instantly you can all be yourselves. And yeah. Yeah, yeah it's so good. I love, yeah. love, love, love the community side. It's awesome. Anyway, we digress, but thank yeah, you sorry. very much for your insight on home education. I think people will find that really, really valuable. But as I say, the thing I've taken away from it is your... Total flexibility and obviously putting Jamie's needs 100% ahead of everything else mm-hmm. and letting her lead it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so really good. Anything else you want to say on home education? No, just enjoy it. That's the main thing. I think if you enjoy it, it will just run itself. Yeah, brilliant. Right, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Right, so I couldn't listen to it. I can't listen to my own voice. I'm sorry. Um, but... What we can do is reflect a little bit on home education. 
Jamie. Since I've been through it. Yeah, since she's been through it. You've listened to the podcast. I've talked about how much I enjoy it. That's basically what I said, is that I really enjoyed it. You were very happy when we did it. Except for when my depression started, yay. Yeah, when you wanted to go back to school. But generally, I just loved it. Yeah. I love being I, with you. I love spending time with you. Oh. But yeah, I mean, you're back at school now and you enjoy yeah. that. You're in the right place. But sometimes, if you need to home educate and you can do it. It's I, a good choice. Yeah, so what else have we got going on this week? Jamie's back to school Monday, fingers crossed. Um, we've got rid of Joe because Joe's at school. We haven't sold him, unfortunately. Today we're going to go out for... I don't know why I said unfortunately <laughs> there. I feel bad now. We've been listening to audiobooks together, haven't we? Yeah. Which has been great. We are going to pop out today. We're going for a coffee. I'm not going for a coffee. You're not having a coffee. You're I'm going, going to have a coffee. coffee. Jamie probably have a water. Um, yeah, we're going to try and make the most of these last what few days. What are you doing with my hand? I have no idea. I broke it. But yeah, we're going to make the most of these last few days, aren't we, before you go back to school? Yeah. And we've finished the Metal Sonic costume. Yeah. We just need to adapt and change some things. And who knows, next week, Jamie may have blue hair. <laughs> are you going to come back up? Because you can't even see you. Oh, sorry. She's drawing, I, I she's drawing. Sketching. Yeah, so I was sketching. I didn't even realise that I was sketching. I'm so sorry, everyone. Yeah, so a couple of the things with the costume that we need to fix, including the hair. <laughs> so, yeah, do you, when do you think you're going to do the blue hair? I don't care. Maybe next week? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? She could have blue hair. Maybe not. Um, anyway, catch you later. See you later, alligators. You know what?